From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy... Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hello and welcome to episode 847 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday. Another day here in the arena. 
another day closer here to the weekend. Uh, and guys, we have a smaller than usual slate today. Across the board, there's only 12 Major League Baseball games. Actually, had an early bet on the Arizona Diamondbacks that got canceled because of all the smoke going on. So uh, everyone, uh, be careful out there. Uh, it's unbelievable. I, I've never uh, dealt with anything like this before. You, I don't know if you have either, but all these uh, Canadian wildfires coming into the Northeast, they had to cancel, obviously, the uh, the Diamondbacks game today in the nation's capital, the Yankees game last night. My sister lives in Jersey. She told me it's terrible there. Western Mass is having issues, too. There's some app called, like, EPA Air Now uh, that pe- people have been testing their air quality uh, with. So, again, obviously, we're... We're uh, plugged into sports betting. That's what we care about here. But uh, obviously, when uh, the air quality gets screwed up and we get games canceled, there are bigger things going on in the world. So hope everyone is staying safe, staying inside, staying healthy, and not breathing this bad air. Hopefully, this uh, this weird smoke situation ends soon. Uh, but anyway, guys, I do have a three-pack of bets for you today. So I would call it a quality, not quantity night. Uh, three Major League Baseball bets. Also, Kind of a slow day in terms of, uh, I know there's a hockey game here tonight. I just saw a little bit of movement toward Vegas. I was intrigued by maybe Vegas with some plus money tonight, uh, but I'm going to I'm gonna pass on that. Didn't have a strong enough edge. But I've been waiting for a slow day to talk about MLB futures. I actually had someone DM me and said, hey, you know, when are you going to talk uh, some futures bets here at Major League Baseball? Because we cleaned up last year, had a really good year. Well, I am holding Corbin Carroll for the NL Rookie of the Year, plus 300. He's down to plus 100. I'm a little bit worried about this kid, Ellie De La Cruz, who came up for uh, the Cincinnati Reds, who's fantastic, hit a huge home run uh, yesterday. So uh, good good movement on Carroll. That's a play that we talked about earlier this year. But I actually have three more uh, value-driven, data-driven bets for you for futures here. We're going to look at uh, the NL MVP, the American League Rookie of the Year, and the American League Cy Young. And I'm really looking at uh, where opportunities where you can get some plus money and then have some of these guys maybe flip to a minus number uh, later in the year. So a three-pack of – it's going to be all baseball today. Three-pack of MLB. And then we'll talk about some futures here if you're interested in putting in uh, a couple player awards bets. Now, looking back toward last night, 3-3. Three and three, We're grinding still. 3-3, three and three, minus 0.83 units because of some minus numbers. Uh, got the raise. Remember, that was our you know value, not sharp play. Had to sweat there a little bit where the Twins tied it up in the, what was it, the 8th or the ninth, And then, uh, unbelievable, went right to the ninth. or Rosarena walks it off. So, uh, I think that was important for us to say, hey, we're not, it's not sharp here. Line's going to the Twins. But how do we pass up the value uh, on getting a team here? Like, obviously, uh, Tampa Bay, who's great at home, uh, great against righties, you know, great as a favorite, came through for us on a short number, which was nice. Got the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Shout-out to Michael Harris, who, uh, speaking of cashing tickets for futures bets, cashed our rookie of the year last year, had a huge home run late to win that for us. Then the Marlins also came through as well. Orioles got rolled, sadly. Uh, Rangers lost one nothing, tough one there. But the one that, you know what I'm going to do? I'm a contrarian better. I bet against the public. More often than not, the public loses. You guys know why. Uh, contrarian betters, uh, you know, approach the market the way they do. But guess what? Sometimes I got to tip my cap, call the public my daddy. Remember Pedro Martinez said that about the Yankees right before the Sox broke the curse. But I tip my cap to the public. They were all over Denver, 80% of bets. Denver rolled in that one. Now, uh, number one, I'm not really too upset about my play. I guess the annoying thing for me was that, you know, even though I had a lot of contrarian value and a lot of uh, system matches here on a dog, what really scared me is that late movement, something we talk about all the time. But when I saw... Uh, that minus or the minus two and a half for the Denver Nuggets. And remember, this was to me a very similar situation that the Celtics ran in the Derek White game, where they kind of opened short favorite, became a little bit more of a favorite, then they got bought back down. Well, I was thinking, hey, we got the same sort of thing here with public all over the road favorite. It's an opportunity to buy low, go contrary, and take the home dog. But I got nervous because if you guys noticed, uh, when it was at minus two and a half, it got up to three, and then it actually got up to some shops at minus three and a half. So once it got to three and a half, I'm like, 
this ain't good. Yes, we're contrarian. Yes, you know, we're in a spot here uh, where dogs typically bark uh, in these situations in particular with the Miami Heat. But it's tough because you want to be contrarian, but also you want to be with the line movement. And we always talk about those late moves being very meaningful because they are, uh, you know, typically coming on game day. Of course, uh, when limits are raised, big bets are coming in. So I was like, ooh, I'm still contrarian. I'll still, you know, stick with a dance with one who brung me. I'm not going to double down on Miami. I'm not going to, you know, go the other way now and just eat the juice. I'll just hope I get lucky. Well, we didn't get lucky. Public had the last laugh. Denver Nuggets played great. Miami was only down, I think, like fourth to half, but second half, um, you know, really just got rolled there by the Denver Nuggets. So, again, the, I think a test case here is you want to be contrarian, but you want that line move in your favor and that late line movement, again, which is so meaningful, uh, went to the Denver Nuggets. And I said, ooh, this isn't good for us. This isn't good for us heat backers. So what are you going to do? Tip your cap to the public. They nailed that one. Uh, we're going to continue to grind here in the arena so we can get back to our winning ways after an epic uh, four-day win streak. We've been grinding the last three, three, uh, last couple of days, six and six, uh, minus one point. It's eight, seven units, something like that, last couple of days. So let's see if we can get back in the green uh, with a big uh, big uh, Thursday here today. So I mentioned a three-pack MLB. Going to see if we can get at two out of these three, and then we're going to talk some MLB futures if you want to put some uh, futures bets in for moving forward. So with that being said, real quick, housekeeping as always. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Once you do, uh, then you wake up every single morning to our great sports betting content, getting you excited about that day's sweat. So uh, you will uh, wake up, for instance, today, a recap of last night's game with the Heat uh, and obviously the Denver Nuggets. Also, Dave Tooley has his ATS report. We have an early preview uh, for the next game here, which I noticed uh, has seen movement here to the Nuggets. They open minus three. They're up to three and a half. Also saw that line go down a little bit with the total. Saw some 211s down to 210 and a half. So we'll monitor that over the next couple days. Uh, also, Andy McNeil. Has his breakdown here for tonight. Andy was, I think, I believe, leaning Vegas. So I kind of was leaning Vegas as well. But with my luck, I'm just going to continue to bypass NHL. I'm going to wait for next year unless something really jumps out to me uh, for the end of the Stanley Cup uh, finals here. Also, we have the Belmont Stakes coming up. Uh, Dave Tooley as well, uh, as well as Adam Burke have some breakdowns. Also, Steve Mackinnon, guy who covers all sports, the CFL kicks off tonight. So we actually may incorporate some CFL betting. I've, I've dabbled CFL before when you kind of get to these uh, you know summer months where – you know, NBA, NHL pretty much ends, and you're waiting for NFL to return. It's WNBA, it's CFL, other opportunities here where you have kind of niche markets where line moves can be really meaningful. So you have that in today's newsletter. Also, we're looking at um, uh, breakdowns here for Sharp Reports, for MLB, for myself, Dave Tooley's takes, JVT on the NBA, Andy McNeil, NHL, and then Steve Mackinnon is also looking at some college football head coaching changes as well. So this is the kind of stuff you're going to get every single morning when you wake up, sent directly to your inbox. Uh, you're also going to get links to all of our podcasts, promos for legal sports books, all included when you sign up for a VEASAN newsletter for free. It costs you nothing, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, we'd love for you to become a VEASAN all-access pro member. Once you become a pro member, we're going to give you everything that we offer. Uh, most notably, I love getting those best bet picks. It, we call them picks at a glance, but it's a long list of picks from uh, all the best bets from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN that day. You're also going to get a live stream of all the VEASAN shows uh, on a daily basis. You can kind of have your own TiVo and tune into, you know, Lombardi line or uh, follow the money or uh, primetime bets or sharp money or whatever. Uh, then you're also going to get all the articles behind the paywall, as well as those great DraftKings percentages, letting you know bets and dollars on every single game. So all included when you become a VEASAN pro subscriber, only $9.99. It's a thirsty Thursday. If you're going out to the bar, a couple of beers, boom, you paid for a month of uh, VEASAN there. Uh, that's the equivalent. So good value play. And then, of course, lastly, 
get on Twitter. Twitter's where the convo never ends, the betting conversation that is. Uh, it's where we stay plugged into a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. We need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bets. So breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat, re- beat reporters, creating a gambling community, being able to direct message other bettors. Those are all great aspects and features of being on Twitter. And, of course, it's not just what side you like, it's what number you got and when you place your bet. As my buddy Patrick Maher likes to say, it's not just a timing, but timing and temperament when it comes to uh, being a sports better. So get on Twitter, follow at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. And you can always DM me or shoot me an email, Josh at VEASAN.com. So with that being said, after we had a great four-day stretch there where we stacked like almost 11 units, uh, we've been grinding last couple days, six and six, our last 12 plays. So you can get back in the green here for today. So I mentioned I'm going to pass on the NHL game tonight. I was kind of intrigued by Vegas and some plus money, but with my luck, Florida's going to win tonight. That's just the way hockey's been going for me in the, in the postseason. So I know my limits. I'm passing on some uh, some hockey. And then, of course, no NBA. We will have tomorrow a little bit of biting in the arena. I think we're 5-0 and our last uh, UFC plays, our last five UFC or last two UFC weekends. So should have some bets for you tomorrow once I – I'm looking at a few I really like, but I want confirmation from my buddy John Ewing who sends me that – uh, that betting splits breakdown for all the UFC bouts, uh, typically early Friday morning. But anyway, we're going to the baseball arena here, the baseball diamond. First bit on the board for me, guys, I'm seeing some really sharp action in favor of the Toronto Blue Jays. This is a late evolving play for me, guys, but I'm going to take a shot on Toronto here. Uh, shop around. This is basically a pick em. You can find Toronto minus 105, you know, uh, minus 108, minus 107, something like that. Um, and I'm going to take it with Toronto here. This one... I mentioned a late evolving play for me because I didn't really have this on my radar when I was doing, you know, the overnight sharp report, the morning bets pod didn't really see much here. This is one of those late evolving plays where, you know, late morning, early afternoon, you've seen a huge steam move uh, come in here. So to me, when I'm betting baseball, typically what I like to do is, you know, look at the early uh, overnight lines, look at how the early moves are going, check out my system matches, you know, check out uh, the tenants of each game, boom, probably put in a, a couple plays early where I think I'm going to beat the closing line. And then if there's other games that really don't catch my eye till later, those are my late additions here. So I would call this a late edition with Toronto, but it's pretty fishy in a good way here for Toronto. Number one, this is the um, uh, the third and final game of the series, or sorry, the fourth game of the series. You've actually seen the Jays win two of three. Remember, we had Houston win as a dog in the, in the opener here, but Jays have bounced back with a couple wins. Uh, now biggest thing here to know is the line move. This game actually opened Houston around a minus 125 road favorite. Now it's basically a pick them. So this line is absolutely tanking away from the Strohs toward Toronto. Uh, it tells me that, you know, anytime Toronto was getting some plus money, you know, plus 115, plus 110, plus 105, they really got hammered here by respected betters with pros in their favor. And Toronto is really sharp because if you look at the bet splits, uh, only, uh, currently only 33% of bets are on Toronto. So if almost 7 out of 10 wagers are on Houston, why is this line going away from the Strohs? You know, shouldn't the Strohs, after opening, you know, minus 125, minus 130, shouldn't they be up to minus 140, minus 150 if they're getting such heavy betting here? Uh, You would think so, typically. However, anytime you see the line go away from the popular team toward the unpopular team, indication there of reverse reverse line movement, or RLM. So that's what you're seeing here with the uh, public Houston, but the wise guys going with Toronto. Uh, aside from the kind of dog to pick them, I haven't really seen dog to fave yet, but dog to pick them in favor of Toronto. Uh, we also have an interesting pitching matchup because Framber Valdez, guy's been great, six and four, two point one six ERA. He's facing uh, Jose Barrios, five and four, three point six six ERA. But Barrios, maybe this is just respect for Barrios. He's really turned it around here. This is a guy who 
was good for the Twins. Uh, Toronto gave up a lot to get him. They signed him to a big deal. He's a huge disappointment. He had a huge ERA. Knock on wood, I don't want to jinx him, but he's really turned it around here the last month or so. Jose Barrios, uh, the Jays are 5-1 and one in his last six starts. And in five of his last six starts, he's given up two earned runs or less. And at home, he has an ERA of 2.22. So Barrios is pitching well. You know, Valdez has the better numbers. Wide line's going away from Valdez, who has the uh, the better record and better ERA, toward Barrios, who has the worst record and worse ERA. Again, fishy in favor of Toronto here. Also, looking at the bats of Toronto, they're hitting 264 versus 247 for Houston. So hopefully those bats continue uh, to uh, hit the ball well today. And then also American League East team system match here versus non-American League East teams. Best division of baseball when they play a team outside their division. They've gone 133 and 77, 63% this year, 11% ROI. Also doesn't hurt. You know, again, this is a cherry on top. It's never a reason why you, you know, bet on or against the team. It's just uh, one thing to factor in, a little small cherry on top. But Dan Iasanya, uh, the home plate ump tonight, he's one of the best home plate umps for home teams, uh, 56% historically uh, toward the home team. So you have a huge line. I can kind of give you the easy cap, just big line move to Toronto, guys. Get going from a short dog to now almost a pick and play. Again, contrarian only getting 33%. Better bats, Brios pitching well. Uh, I'm going with Toronto here, guys. Shop around. I got Toronto at minus 105. Uh, keep on cruising. Another late evolving play here. My Red Sox against the Cleveland Guardians. Guess what? I'm a Red Sox fan, but I'm going to fan tax them tonight. I'm betting against them. Do you guys know what fan tax means? Fan tax or emotional hedge is what some people call it. It's when you bet against your team, your favorite team, because you're going to be happy one way or the other at the end of the night. Either your team's going to win or your bet's going to win. You know, obviously you would love for your team and your bet to win, but uh, this is just something I always you know consider here when you know I'm going to bet against one of my teams. Uh, obviously I'm you know born and raised diehard Red Sox, Bruins, Patriots, Celtics. So happens every now and again, and it's happening here tonight. I'm going Cleveland, guys. Give me the Guardians at home. Uh, we've seen uh, this is the rubber match here. Red Sox won the opener. Cleveland won yesterday. Uh, good sharp line move to Cleveland. They open as low as a minus 130 home favorite. Now they're up to minus 140, minus 145. So we've seen this line tick up about 10, 15 cents in favor of the Guardians. Now the pitching matchup here favors Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's going with Aaron Savalli, who's 1-1 one one with a 2.04 ERA. The Red Sox are going with some guy I have never heard of. Uh, Darmody? Dermody? Uh, Matt Dermody, I think is his name. He's a lefty. I was researching him. He's 32 years old. He's making his season debut this year. He's only pitched very, you know, it's not his uh, MLB debut, but he's a career minor leaguer, lefty. He's 0-2 in his career with a 5.60 ERA. He's only pitched a few times in the majors here. So a journeyman, you know, minor leaguer here, uh, lefty. Uh, what's the immediate move? I always mention this to you guys, but when you have someone you know, making their debut, whether it's their, uh, you know, MLB debut or their season debut or, you know, no one's really seen the guy before, what's the immediate move? Do you see the line going in his favor? Like, remember, what was it, Monday night where that kid Abbott for the Cincinnati Reds pitched a gem, came up, and the line uh, saw the line really go in his favor? Or is it like this Dermody kid coming up where wise guys are like, hey, this kid's going to get roughed up, hopefully. Let's let's hammer Cleveland. That's what you're seeing here with this line go to Cleveland. A uh, so, couple system matches for Cleveland. Uh, number one, they're actually only getting around 55% of bets. Public is relatively split. We're actually seeing almost 65% of the dollars on Cleveland. So an undecided public but respected money uh, going with Cleveland in this spot. Now, good system match here, a home favorite off a win with steam. Five cents or more in their direction. Those teams are 103 and 48, 68% this year with a 10% ROI. Also, the Red Sox, you know, they're going to make me sweat my win total bet all year long. They're, uh, I think they're 
what are they now? Game below 500 or 500. I have over 78 and a half, of course. So I'm probably last game of the regular season. I'm gonna need them to win to cash that thing. That's the way this thing is going. But anyway, uh, they're just five and 11. Their last 16. They've been very streaky this year. Uh, they're in a bad streak right now. Uh, Boston is only 16 and 19 as a dog. They're 19 and 24 against righties, and they're just 14 and 15 on the road. Uh, mentioned the uh, home plate ump in the last cap, Isanya, but also this uh, home plate ump, uh, Fletcher. He's 55% to the home team, so a little cherry on top for Cleveland. I was kind of intrigued by the under. It's 8.5. It's juiced up minus 115 at some at some shops. Only 40% of bets are on the under. Uh, we're seeing this liability with the juice toward the under. It's going to be about mid-60s. This used to be Jacobs Field. It's a progressive field now. How good were those uh, those Cleveland uh, teams back in the day? Kenny Lofton, uh, Omar Vizquel. Uh, Manny Ramirez, I mean, th those teams were pretty uh, – who was it? Uh, Jim Tomei. Uh, anyway, uh, but just obviously different team now. Those teams were big, you know, uh, roided out steroid guys hitting bombs. This team is more small ball. Uh, actually, you've seen the wind blowing in here, mid-60s, wind blowing in 5 to 10 miles an hour. But Cleveland is one of your best under teams, 38 and 22 to the under, 63%. Only the Padres are better. And Cleveland is 8 and 1 to the under their last nine at home. Boston's 9-3 to the under their last 12 on the road. So I was kind of intrigued by the under 8.5, uh, but I saw this big move in favor of the Guardians away from this guy, Dermody. Uh, I'm going to take Cleveland here tonight with the fan tax or emotional hedge. I got the Cleveland Tribe, guys, at minus 145. One more bet for you to end the night. Hopefully you listened to the Morning Bets pod play or read the Sharp Report because you're getting some real good CLV right now. Let's go Atlanta Braves, baby. I got the Braves this morning at minus 165. Now the Braves are up to minus 180. I see some books minus 190. So I always love when you kind of identify a game overnight. Uh, you kind of have you have it pinpointed in the morning. Line moves further in your direction. You hit it in the morning, and then boom, uh, throughout the day, it moves even further in your direction. Always a good sign that kind of you made the right call, and the market is in your favor versus the line going away from you, which was uh, obviously the scary thing we saw yesterday with the Miami Heat. Knew we were in trouble when that happened. Uh, but anyway, I'm going Braves here. Uh, they open again as low as minus 160-ish, minus 155-ish, uh, minus 165 this morning, now minus 180, minus 190. So very clear that this line is going toward the Braves. Uh, it's also fishy, too, because Justin Verlander is on the bump for the Mets. I mean, get one of the best pitchers uh, in, mod in you know current modern times, Major League Baseball. Two and three, 4.25 ERA, though. He hasn't been great since he joined the Mets. Spencer Strider, meanwhile, six and two. 2.97 ERA. We'll get to him in a second. We talk about some NL Cy Young bets here, but why is Justin Verlander a plus one? What is he now? Plus 160? You know, plus 165. Doesn't that just seem super fishy? You know, Verlander's a guy who's usually you know a huge favorite. Uh, he's almost never a dog. To me, it's almost like the odds makers are begging you to take Verlander. Time. They're saying, hey, you know, Verlander's getting plus 160. Might as well take a shot. That's a good plus money payout on a really good pitcher. But to me, it speaks more to Verlander not pitching great so far this year and Spencer Strider really being awesome. Um, so it's fishy in terms of, you know, looks too good to be true Verlander based on the price. Typically it is. Uh, that's something that will take you a very long way in sports betting. It looks too good to be true it is. Uh, but anyway, uh, this would match same system we just had with Cleveland, a home favor off a win with Steam. Five cents or more. Those teams are 103 and 48, 68% this year with a 10% ROI. Uh, Atlanta had a huge win for us last night. Atlanta's four and one head to head now against the Mets overall. Uh, Mets have struggled. They've lost five straight. Atlanta's won four straight. But the Braves are 31 and 20 as a favorite. They're 27 and 19 against righties. The Mets, meanwhile, five and 11 as a dog, 15 and 20 on the road. 
I'm really banking on the bats of the Braves. Uh, again, we saw Harris hit that huge bomb for us last night. They're hitting 261 versus just 238 for the New York Mets, and also a better team ERA, 3.68 versus 4.58. So I've been riding the Atlanta Braves this series. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm getting, I'm taking the Braves here to go for the sweep. Uh, again, why is Verlander plus 160? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense, right? Uh, so, again, don't fall into the trap of, I got to bet Verlander based on the price. Well, he's probably a big dog tonight because he deserves to be a big dog tonight because Atlanta, better team with the line move, and Spencer Strider has been a really good pitcher here to bet on. We'll get to him in a second, as I mentioned, uh, for the NL Cy Young. But give me the Braves. I got a minus 165 this morning. For the pod now, you're looking at around minus 180. So we got the Braves. We got the Cleveland Guardians, and we got the Toronto Blue Jays. Three-pack here tonight. Can we get two of these or more? Uh, that is the goal. Uh, no, no intermission here, no break, because I just got you know ML, quick MLB futures conversation here because uh, I'm meaning to you know wait for kind of a slow day to talk some futures because uh, I always love having just some futures in pocket. It just kind of makes your uh, it gives you something to root for all year long. It gives you something to monitor all year long, and hopefully it's a bit of a bankroll builder where you can you know add on a couple units here by the end of the year. And we cleaned up pretty good last year. Remember we got uh, Rodriguez, we got Michael Harris, we got Verlander, Cy Young, we got a p- bunch of good ones here last year. So let's see if we can keep it going so i gotta start off with corbin carroll this is a guy that i bet uh for the nl rookie of the year at plus 300 he's now down to plus 100 you know he's getting across the market 25 percent bets 34 percent money i remember he had a good start to the year and i had been reading about him and there's this article that came out like saying like he's like the best baseball player that we've seen in, in, in like a decade uh, and i was actually looking at his stats every le- level of uh minor league college you know i was even just randomly looking at like his high school numbers Guys hit like, you know, 350 at every single level his whole life, if not better. So I was like, okay, let's grab 300. Uh, And again, now he's down to plus 100. So if you're holding Corbin Carroll in pocket, you're feeling good right now. Uh, The only concern at this point would be Ellie De La Cruz. Uh, Obviously, this is a guy who uh, has made a huge move here. He opened at, I want to say like 18 to 1. Uh, I think he's now down to plus 400, plus 500. You could grab him now if you wanted. I'm just sticking with Corbin Carroll. De La Cruz, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, if, you know, will he have enough service time, enough? Obviously, you're more well, not halfway through the year at this point. I mean, he could win it, you know, if he continues to play great. Uh, but I don't want to just jump on the big, shiny object that just, you know, appeared out of nowhere. I'm just sticking with Carroll because we got some good closing line value. If I got a 300 and he's now down to plus 100, I'm just going to ride this thing out. Hopefully get Corbin Carroll to cash for us. But, again, if you tell me like Cruz, I'll tell you, hey, guy looks pretty good on the Reds. Uh, his numbers in AAA were great. However, you're kind of getting the worst of it, and again, you know, you're kind of, uh, you know, kind of behind the eight ball here. Could have gotten a better number, so I don't see much value now anymore. So I'm just sticking with Corbin Carroll. Uh, now, in terms of the American League MVP, the whole point of, you know, kind of talking about futures today is I want to focus on at least some plus money props versus minus numbers. Like for example, Otani looks pretty good for the American League MVP. Um, I think there was actually a conversation we talked about him like plus 105, plus 110. Maybe it was like, I don't know, a few weeks ago. Anyway, he's minus 145 right now. So if you tell me like Otani, you could actually make the case that minus 145 is really not a bad minus number. Uh, you know, that could be pretty soon, minus 200, minus 400. Um, he's getting 16% bets, 37% money. The next closest guy is Aaron Judge, plus 450. And guess what? Judge just went to the uh, injured list here. Uh, what's Mike Trout here? I'm looking for Trout. Uh, where's he at? I can't find Oh, he's plus. That can't be right. Plus three. Is that true? Plus 3,000? I don't know. Maybe it is. But anyway, Shohei Otani, more that I I look at it now, I was like, I wasn't going to recommend Otani just because he's a minus number and he's moved so much. He was plus 200 to open. But now that more that I look at it, minus 145 isn't bad. Can you shop around and find a book that's minus 120-ish? 
again, the more I look at it, it's actually a pretty decent number, and there's actually no one else really close here. So if you actually tell me like Otani, I'm not going to argue with you, especially with now Judge getting hurt. Uh, the American League Cy Young. Uh, this was a guy who led much of last year, but uh, he w- we were always nervous about him because he was a young pitcher and he got limited, and that's exactly what happened. I remember uh, co- co-hosting uh, with Mike Pritchard when we used to do uh, betting across America, and we had Josh Towers on. He said, McClanahan's great, but he's a young kid. The Tampa Bay Rays are um, kind of very you know particular and very uh, cautious when it comes to their young pitchers and their innings limits, and McClanahan was the favorite much of last year. Him and Verlander were kind of neck and neck co-favorites, but Verlander was the stud, you know, the horse, the veteran, who had no innings limits, and McClanahan was going to get limited. So McClanahan obviously tailed off there. Verlander ended up winning it. But I think this is the year McClanahan gets it. I'm taking McClanahan right now, guys, at plus 300. He is the favorite, but plus 300, decent payout here. His next next best odds are Garrett Cole, plus 500. Um, what I like about McClanahan, number one is the bet split. He's only getting around 8% of bets, but almost 15% of the money. And then also, I mean, you look at his numbers. They're incredible here. Uh, he is 9-1 with a 2.02 ERA. The other thing here is he's the best pitcher on the best team. So, you know, we made the uh, comparison, right? You typically just, you know, point to this. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart with the Celtics last year. He won the uh, Defensive Player of the Year. We were able to win that Futures bet, if you guys remember. He was the best defensive player on the best defensive team, one of the best teams. So sometimes when you're just – the best player on one of the best teams, you kind of get that little leg up there. The voters are like, oh, there's, you know, there's a reason why the Rays are so damn good. There's many reasons, but McClanahan's one of them. Guy's almost unhittable. So best pitcher on best team. Uh, he actually opened at plus 1,200. Now you're down to plus 300. Garrett Cole also has some really good numbers here. His bet split isn't bad either. 8% bets, like 14% money. Uh, however, Yankees are not that impressive this year. They're having some injuries. Uh, he doesn't really get the offensive support. Their lineup isn't as stacked as it used to be. If you tell me like Cole at plus 500, I'm not going to argue with you. It feels like it's going to be either one of these two guys, McClanahan or Cole. But McClanahan's getting more run support. He's on the best team. He's got better numbers. He's got a really good bet split. I'm taking McClanahan right now at plus 300, guys, to win the AL Cy Young. Then last bet here, uh, AL Rookie of the Year. Actually, I got a couple, two more. Uh, AL Rookie of the Year. I'm going Yoshida. I'm not going to overthink this thing. He was 10 to 1, kicking myself a little bit. He's now plus 150. But there's re- this isn't as much of a play like of a love Yoshida play. It's a play of there's really no one else close. Uh, Yoshida's plus 150. Next best odds are uh, Josh Jung uh, for the Rangers, and then he's plus 500, and then Hunter Brown, the pitcher, for the Strohs, plus 600. But they're also they're both getting like you know 5% bets, 5% money. Yoshida, he's got a really good bet, uh, bet discrepancy. He's getting 27% of bets but almost 35% of the money. So pretty good low bets, higher dollar bet split. No one else is even close for ticket percentage and handle. And Yoshida, he's really putting up some good numbers here. This is the, maybe the only good thing High and Bloom has done if you're a Red Sox fan like me. He's very frustrating. Yeah, let's let's just sign all these scrubs like Corey Kluber. Let's give away Michael Waka, give away Nathan Navaldi, give away J.D. Martinez. All these guys are like, you know, lighting it up in the National League or uh, on their, their new teams here. Uh, but anyway, Yoshida, he's, he looks like he's legit. He's hitting 318. Seven home runs, 33 RBIs. It's kind of hard. He's not really like a rookie. He's, I think he's like 27, 28, 29 years old. Uh, but for the purposes of this award, he actually is a rookie. So I'm taking some plus money Yoshida, uh, plus 150 right now. There's really just no one else really that close. Uh, and I feel like Yoshida, if he kind of keeps this thing up, uh, will kind of win this award. So if you're giving me a plus 150, I'll take the plus money. Maybe my favorite bet here uh, for uh, for these, uh, these futures prices we're talking about. Ronald Acuna Jr., NL MVP. Now, he's 12-1 to 1 to open, 
Uh, he's now plus 125. So this is one of those awards where, you know, if you wait any longer, he's probably going to flip to a minus number. I'm going to take Acuna right now, guys, plus 125. And again, you, a lot of these numbers I'm giving you, you could say, Josh, why didn't you bet these, you know, a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago? Well, it is what it is. You know, we're doing it right now. Hopefully, we'll still get some closing line value. we got to go off the numbers that are available to us right now. But anyway, big movement toward Acuna, really good bet split. Only 20% of bets. That's actually the most of any player, but 35% of the money. So a really good 15% uh, bet split there, low bets, higher dollars. And no one else is really that close. Freddie Freeman's plus 550, uh, but he's only getting like 2% bets, 4% money. I know Mookie Betts is plus 1,000. But if you look at Acuna, he's doing some things that really we haven't really seen before. Uh, he's hitting 331, 12 home runs, 33 RBIs. He's got 28 stolen bases. You know, he, he could flirt with, you know, 40-40 this year, you know, 40-60. I mean, it's unbelievable what this guy could do. One of the early, uh, great young players signed to a big deal towards ACL. Well, he's one of the, and here's the other thing, one of the best players, or maybe the best player, obviously you still have Riley and Olsen, some other guys on Atlanta, but one of the best players on one of the best teams. So again, getting that little bump because, uh, you know, the Braves are damn good. Maybe they'll be in the World Series again here. I think they have the, I believe they're the favorites, first or second best odds, like plus 500. Uh, but one of the best players on one of the best teams, get that little bump there. Why are they so good? Many reasons. Well, Acuna is one when he hits leadoff. Uh, there aren't many better leadoff hitters than him. It's probably him and Mookie Betts across the uh, across the MLB. So that's our futures conversation. I'm holding Carroll in pocket, NL Rookie of the Year, uh, plus 300, down to plus 100. Hopefully, Ellie De La Cruz doesn't clip me there. But taking a shot now on Acuna for NL MVP at plus 125, Yoshida, AL Rookie of the Year at plus 150, and McClanahan, uh, AL Cy Young at plus 300. If we can put away some of these plus monies, you know, put them in the bank, uh, you know, get get our get them on our apps, and then uh, you know, kind of monitor them over the next few months. Let's hope that some of these numbers drop and turn to minus numbers before we know it. But again, I've been meaning meaning to have this conversation, uh, and I felt like today with uh, not a lot of sweats going on, just three MLB games. Today's a good day to talk about some futures here. So uh, maybe you agree, maybe you don't, but that's what I'm riding with, and you are more than welcome to uh, ride and sweat with me if you are interested. Uh, but that about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 847 on a big thirsty Thursday. Reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights Pod, if it's become uh, maybe a part of your day, a part of your handicap, do you do you bet every single game that I mention? No, I don't expect you to. Uh, but do you pick and choose? I mean, I bet every game, just so you know. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Uh, but do you enjoy the handicap? Do you enjoy the process? To me, that's the big thing here. You know, I got people, you know, what do you like today? What do you like? Well, I'll tell you, but... The whole point is not just to you know feed you you know picks. It's to teach a model or a blueprint. Like maybe you like the Miami Heat contrarian, but you said, man, late moves are meaningful. Lines going to Denver. I had someone DM me and say, hey, they really like Denver based on that move, and I couldn't argue with you. And, you, and he, the guy even said to me, you're you always tell me late moves are meaningful. So I saw the late move Denver and I cashed. Well, I'm the idiot who uh, was stubbornly contrarian and lost that bet last night. But either way, that's what I really enjoy about the pod. It's teaching a model, teaching a blueprint. Uh, kind of explaining a different way to bet on sports, the data-driven way. So since listening to the pod, Morning Bets or Market Insights or the Sharp Reports, you know, have they helped you in your handicap, even just slightly here? You know, are you more of a contrarian better? Are you paying more attention to line movement, betting percentages? Are you fading trendy dogs? Are you uh, looking at dog-to-fave line moves? Do you now lean quite a bit on late moves, which we always talk about? Even when I lose last night, we were kind of somewhat proven correct that the late moves are so meaningful. So, again, I know I'm splitting hairs there, but – are, have all have any of these little tidbits helped you along your sports betting journey? Maybe you used to be a loosey goosey with your bankroll. You kind of bet more here, less here. 
Now you're a flat better. Now you're a grinder. Now you're a bet to risk versus bet to win. You never knew what that was before you listened to the pod. If any of that is true, and the pods or my write-ups, sharp reports, appearances have helped you at all in your sports betting journey, and you want to let me know you appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding in the arena on a daily basis, or if you want to contribute to the wedding fund, which I've been saving a lot of money for two years, and I can tell you we're getting tight here. Uh, I, I can't believe how some people can afford weddings. Uh, but, again, it's all worth it because I get to marry the love of my life, Elise. But, anyway, if you want to contribute to the wedding fund, go buy my book, support the team. Uh, go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. i got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, chapters on all the major sports, uh, all included in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So buy a copy for you or for a friend. It really mean a lot to me, guys, if you already have. Seriously, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking hail records every month in the great Empire State of New York, or out in my neck of the woods at the Encore, uh, sweating games at uh, Plainridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number owners where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, uh, or of course, uh, sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, with a contrarian ticket in one hand and a pina cloud in the other with your feet in the stadium swim pool. Uh, there's really nothing like it. If you haven't gone to, gone to Circa, make it a bucket list. Uh, if you think you like sports betting, you like going to the book, well, Circa's basically Disney World. Believe me, you're going you're gonna to have a real good time there. Uh, or, of course, the Mandalay Bay or Superbook, my two other favorite books anytime I visit Vegas. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me, and you're going to flash me a couple good tickets from last night. Show me a raise value play, not a sharp play, but a value play. Show me a Braves ticket. Show me a Marlins ticket. That heat ticket, we're going to rip that thing up. We're going to tip our cap. Call the public our daddy. They got us on that one. Uh, but we're going to get back out of here tonight, guys. So my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game, and if we can consistently find that sweet spot, games that fit our model, bypass the ones that don't, against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, Avoid parlays. Get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors long term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Uh, hope you have a fantastic Thursday. We'll be back at it tomorrow uh, for a big Friday. Have some biting plays for you, which I'm excited about. Uh, we'll see if we can uh, take advantage of a three-pack tonight. Can we get two or more on MLB? That will be the goal. Uh, but good luck, everyone. Have a great day. And as always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great Thursday. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. 
Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you.